You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Let's go back in time when turtles roam the sewers of New York. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the and knowing was half the battle. Go, go! It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hello, all you listeners out there. Welcome to another very exciting episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. I am your host, Tim. And you guys are in for a special treat today. The one and only Nancy Cartwright will be joining us. I'm sure everybody out there knows who Nancy is, but just in case you don't, here are a few clips of some of my favorite characters that she voices. Of course, you got Bart from The Simpsons. Mouse Tavern. Is Mr. Freely there? Who? Freely. First initial is IP. Hold on, I'll check. Uh, is IP Freely here? Hey, everybody, IP Freely. And Nelson from The Simpsons. Hey, Bart, your epidermis is showing. It is? See, epidermis means your hair. So technically, it's true. That's what makes it so funny. Pardon me a moment. Hey, Nelson, he's really hurt. I think he broke his leg. I said, ha, ha. And then you got like a million others from The Simpsons. I won't play them all. And another one of my favorites was Mindy from Animaniacs. Okay, I love you, bye-bye! This interview really is one of my favorites. I say that a lot, but I mean it all the time, too. Um, seriously, I can write this one off my bucket list now, because Nancy Cartwright, I've been a huge fan of hers since I was a little, little, little kid. But as usual, before I play the interview, please make sure to check out our website. It's at SaturdayMorningRewind.com we got a lot of cool stuff there. We've got uh, YouTube videos, we got a uh, audio from cartoons we got a bunch of reviews that we're working on uh yeah we're also going to be working on the website quite a bit this month so keep checking that out there's also a donation link on there so if you like what you hear you want us to keep going you know just shoot us a dollar or two you know it does really help out because podcasts are not free that's for sure so all right let's get to the interview right after a word from our sponsor this is Corey burton saying you're listening to Tim Nidell on Saturday Morning Rewind. Brought to you by... Are you a fan of DuckTales, Gargoyles, or Tailspin? Then boy, have I got a podcast for you. Hi, I'm Jason, host of DAF Radio. And I'm Matt, the co-host. Join us as we talk about these fan-favorite shows that you grew up with and meet the people that made them. Find us at DAFradio.net or in your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, enjoy the afternoon. Hello, Tim. Nancy. Nancy Cartwright here. How are you? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Doing really well, thank you. I have 20 minutes with you, so let's get this thing started, all right? <laughs> First of all, let me just say I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of your work, so this is just amazing just talking with you, so thank you so much for coming on. So have you been, you, you were raised with The Simpsons, or you've seen it since the beginning? Oh, yeah, um, since season one, yeah. I didn't I didn't see it when it was on Tracy Ullman's show, but I saw season one. Fabulous. Yeah. Can I ask, ask how old you are? Do you mind? I'm 34. Oh, God, you're right... You're absolutely within that band. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. 
so cool that you're a fan and you get to do this with me. I'm, I'm yeah, happy this, for you. <clears throat> yeah, this is amazing. So thanks so much for coming on. Um, before we start talking about The Simpsons, I am a huge fan of The Twilight Zone, and you were in The Twilight Zone movie. What was that experience like? You know, that was awesome. I actually remember quite vividly going in. It was it was over at Warner Brothers, and I was auditioning for the part, and I met with, oh, God, what's his name? The director. Um, my, uh, <laughs> are, you rec- are you recording this? I am, yeah. Okay, this is good, so I can talk as fast as I want. Exactly, yep. Oh, no, I forget his name. I remember it vividly. I just don't remember the guy's name. Who directed my episode? I know. I don't even know. Um, okay, it, it, it will occur to me. So I met with him, and he did Goonies. Okay. Directed Goonies, the movie. He did uh, Looney Tunes, the movie. Oh, crap. Anyway, so I go in to meet him, and he sees Dawes Butler's name at the, uh, the top of my resume. Uh-huh. And I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So he asked me if I, if I, um, if I, if I was working with Oz Butler currently. And I said, "Yeah, he's my mentor." Uh-huh. And it was kind of amazing. Um, he said, "Well, just read this, and you know, if you can read this, then uh, you'll you can have the job." He just wanted to make sure that I could read. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I read it, and uh, that was it. Um, he didn't do The Goonies. Uh, I forget what other movie he did. I'm just trying to look him up as I'm talking yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> go right ahead. Are you the same thing? <laughs> no, I'm actually in my car. I got to keep my kids are in the house. I got to. I can't record in the house, or else you can hear screaming and crying in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, um, this is driving me nuts. I don't remember his name. Um, so he just, he saw Don's brother's name and he was a huge fan of animation, you know, and I told him that that was my background and yeah, the dog that I came out from Ohio and, um, you know, that I came to work with him and he said, wow, you get eaten up by a cartoon character. And so there was not really any audition. It was Joe Dante. Okay. Dante's his name. Okay. Such a fan of animation that he, he felt like he was in the presence of I don't know what because I was connected to Dawes. Uh-huh. So I got cast in it, and then that's that was the first feature film that I ever did. I was brand new in the business, and I didn't. I mean, William William um, William Shallert. I knew him from the Patty Duke show, and um, Philly Mooney, I recognized him because he was he was an adult at that time, but I recognized him from Lost in Space. Oh, yeah. Right? The little kid on Lost in Space. Yeah, yeah. But Cartwright was in Lost in Space, although we're not related. But, <laughs> um, but I just knew him, and he was such a great kid actor. So they put him in it, too. And um, I didn't know P- Patricia Berry but, or Kevin McCarthy, but... Well, actually, I recognized Kevin McCarthy from other Twilight Zones, from the originals. And it was so cool that Joe brought him in to this. Mm-hmm. And the set was absolutely, was was amazing. It was kind of surreal because it was like just being in a cartoon, like you were actually yeah. in a cartoon. And, that, and that's and why... That's why that's probably my favorite segment of the movie because I love I love cartoons and I loved that oh, segment. Oh, so great! Yeah, great. And when I did that segment of like being chased by a cartoon wolf 
they had me up on a um, like a treadmill, mm-hmm. and they had about four uh, four people standing there like spotting me because I well I was a gymnast so I know all about spotting. But in case I were to fall off or have an accident or something, but I was just like running in place on this treadmill and screaming. And <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I really I I had a blast and I was just kind of really getting my feet wet. I'd never. You know, in high school, my, I mean, I'm from Ohio. I did theater. I didn't know anything for working <laughs> in front of a camera. Uh-huh. So it was playland for me. You're also, I just found this out, that you were also on Who Framed Roger Rabbit as the, the dipped shoe. Yeah, I, I know. That's so crazy because I did a bunch of, um, I believe I did Walla on that. And I worked with a loop group. And, I mean, it was an awesome way to get paid as a voiceover actor. Uh-huh. Aside from doing, you know, the typical, you know, animation, cartoons, Saturday morning syndicated fair, here I was also training by doing Walla for live action and for animation. And it was fantastic because it kept me on my feet, kept me, excuse me, kept me on my toes, you know, with improv and mm-hmm. be able, able to think on my feet really fast. But yes, I got assigned the, uh, the little shoe that gets dipped in acid and <laughs> had, had my, my first death scene that's true (laughs) (laughs) that was cool yeah um okay real quick before i start about the simpsons one of my favorite roles of yours was mindy from animaniacs do you remember doing mindy yeah oh gosh yes can i hear a little bit of her voice oh that's lady (laughs) bye-bye hello buttons hi buttons hello lady i love that cute she was so cute and then i was so fortunate to get cast in that because of course the cast i go i go so far back with with robbie uh, rob paulson yeah. and Tress and uh jess harnell and jim jim cummings and mm-hmm. that whole group of guys just it was such an honor and I, I was only in i think about one i think it was only in about um i don't know t- mm, one twentieth of, of the ones that they, or excuse me, one fifth of what they did. Yeah, Mindy was in about a fifth of them, so I can say I actually contributed to it. But those guys must have had so much fun. Every time I went there, though, because The Simpsons was definitely in production, it was, you know, it was such a, it was a, it was just a thrill. Yeah, I mean, for for both sides, I think, I think it was great that I could be there and uh, I think they, they loved having me so it was it was mutual really fun group and um, oh gosh my mind is slipping again um, <laughs> the director uh, I can see her face oh, God. oh is it um, oh. Andrea yep Andrea and, yeah you know Andrea Romano yep. directed she just like one of the tops still is oh yeah she's still amazing it's, it's crazy how she's still in the business and still running strong yeah and just made us all feel great and moved the thing along so quickly and we could still have fun and yet get the job done efficiently uh-huh. it was really fun <laughs> all right so here we are talking about the simpsons still it's still running strong isn't that insane 25 yeah. years late is running it's huge still yeah from what i i heard I heard this more than a year ago. I'm not sure currently, but I but I heard about a year ago that the ratings were up twelve and a half percent. Really? Wow. Yeah. If you think about it, it's kinda like, you know, we've established ourselves so well that now the parents of the parents that 
the parents that grew up with it now have kids. Yep. They are now being introduced <laughs> at age 10, exactly. 11. Old, yeah, so. my my, I have a ten year old girl, and she's seen it, and she's not in love with it like I was, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to grow into it. Yeah, that's all right. When she gets a little bit older, and we're still doing it, she'll have a boyfriend. that's <laughs> nuts about it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, about twenty one years old. You know, not not. I don't want to rush into things. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so I understand that you actually wanted to audition for Lisa when you're going in there, but you decided to go to towards Bart because you liked the way he looked better, or what was it? You know, yeah, I didn't know anything about Bart, but I was told, you know, to read for the eight-year-old middle child, and there was a picture of her and a monologue, and just, that's all it said was eight-year-old middle child, but next to her was Bart. And, you know, I mean, come on, between eight-year-old middle child and a school-hating underachiever and proud of it, what, what would you rather play? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I just, plus, here's the thing, is that my voice, I'm going to call it a voice print, it's sort of like a thumbprint or a fingerprint. It's, like, unique to myself. Uh-huh. But people can try to do, do facsimiles of it, but that's really what it is, is a facsimile. But my, my voice tends to fall into a range that I have, over the years, created a niche for myself in doing a sound that is more closely associated with a boy or a young man than a girl. And I've, I can count on one hand how many females I have done. Wow. How many characters I've created in my, you know, my uh, arsenal of characters that I do. But mostly I have created a an abundance of male characters. You know, doing six of them on The Simpsons and Chucky on Rugrats and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's Popeye and Son, there's uh, Galaxy High. There's, oh, yeah. Go through my whole resume and see that mostly I do boys, you know. And I never thought anything about it because there were leaders before me. Um, Lucille Bliss led the way and mm-hmm. um, Ricochet uh, Rabbit and, um, of course, June Foray, mm-hmm. Rocky J. Squirrel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it didn't seem... I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any considerations about it. Thank goodness I didn't. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so were you like a tomboy growing up then? Um, not really. Uh, no, not really. I uh, a tomboy. I don't think anybody considered I was a tomboy. I, I did have a pixie haircut for a long time, but that's only because <laughs> I was one of you know. I had three sisters, and I just think growing up it was a lot easier to maintain a short haircut mm. so I got old enough to say that's it I want to you know I want to do this myself but um, no but I was athletic I was um, very active outside and played all kinds of games in the neighborhood we had about 65 kids in our neighborhood which was fantastic and of course nothing like it is out here in Los Angeles in 2014 but this was <laughs> in the early 60s you know in, in the 60s and we played on our bikes, and we played house, and I had a huge field in my backyard, and we created football and, and uh, baseball diamonds, and um, we made houses out of the mown grass where we would make kind of like the borders of a house, and we would play house with our dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was a good, good, great neighborhood to grow up in. Now, I'm, I'm interested in hearing what your take on Lisa would have been. Do you remember what you came in there preparing to do? You know, 
to be honest with you, I didn't. I don't really think about it till I get there, and I look at it. I want to see the monologue, and then I get inspired. But I didn't even give myself a chance to get inspired yeah. because right there was Bart. And I'll tell you, Tim, <laughs> had I done anything, honest to God, I don't think I would have gotten it. Oh I wow! Just, my my certainty on it. I just I was just a hundred percent certain that. That's not going to lead me anywhere, but I'm going to go ahead. And I said to Matt, I know you want me to do, I came in to read for Lisa, but I want to do Bart. Is is how is, is that all right? And he's like, yeah, totally fine. And I said, okay, great. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And he's like, whoa, his hands were up in the air. <laughs> he's, he goes, oh, my God, that's it. That's it. That's him. That's him. You got the part. Oh, wow. He hired me right on the spot. Now, now Bart's got a lot of catchphrases throughout the years. Do you have a favorite handful of catchphrases that he has? I don't know of any other character that has as many catchphrases. Oh, no. <laughs> am, am I right on that one? Oh, uh, totally. Don't have a cow, eat my shorts, get bent, I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you? Uh, um, guilty as charged. Uh, I don't know if that's really a catchphrase. It's one of my favorite ones. Uh-huh. Here's my favorite swear word, okay? I'm just going to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Favorite swear word by Bart Simpson. Are you ready? Bosom. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> tell me about the upcoming season. Can you tell us anything about what's going on? Can I tell you anything? Uh, Elon Musk is going to be one of our guests. Really? That was cool. Having him come in. I mean, the guy's just, as you can imagine, a flipping genius. Uh-huh. Got five kids. You know, and uh, Jim Brooks and Matt Groening both own a Tesla. And, of course, I don't own a Tesla. I've been driving a, 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 I, I lease a Nissan Leaf. I've had it for about two and a half years. Yeah. And it's served me well. I mean, I get to take the 405. I shave off anywhere between 30 and 45 minutes on my drive, passing thousands of cars on the South 405 freeway. It's awesome. So I go and meet Elon Musk, and I say to him, so Elon... I would really like to get a Tesla, but I just figured I'd let you work the kinks out first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, he thought that was pretty funny. And um, I took a look. It's like he's got this car coming out. It's a crossover vehicle. It's a crossover. It's the uh, Model X. It's gorgeous. It's got the Viper doors and everything. And I said, dang it, I really want one of those. So I'm going to get one of those. I'm going to get me one. Number 12 off the, off the line. I'm very happy. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, it was really, that's the cool thing about being on this show, is that to the degree the writers have these people that they admire, we get to meet all of them. I know. I mean, I mean, I can't even begin to name all the guest stars you guys have had on the show. I know. I mean, I lost count after 400. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I think almost everybody, when I go to some red carpet thing or run into somebody and introduce myself or say hi, I say, I'm sure you've probably been on my show. I'm Nancy Cartwright. And they're, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so cool to meet you. Oh, my gosh, Nancy, of course. Oh, I'm such a fan. And it's just what a cool thing to have, you know, an anonymous kind of a piece of um, – uh, what do I say? It's an a, a icebreaker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Start the conversation when somebody's standing there and other people are 
you know, invading this person's private space or whatever, and then I can say, I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you? And then, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> do you like to do that a lot in public to fool the kids, or is it, you just not do that at all? Oh, no, I, I do it when, when, yeah, when I'm in a kind of a spunky kind of a mood and I get the kid around a little bit, I enjoy doing it. I have to, I have to kind of um, use a little discretion, though, because, you know, I just can't, I just can't go up to, you know, the host of a restaurant and say, "Hi, I'm Nancy Carrera." You know, I know that there's like 300 people in front of me, but <laughs> is there any way you could squeeze me in? I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm Bart Simpson. I'm the voice of Bart. Because most of the time they'll look at me like, "Yeah, well, so what?" You know, I'm <laughs> Jane Monroe, and I get, you know, 15 bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't abuse it. It's, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. I just kind of mind my own beeswax. But if somebody recognizes me, and they want to, they want to do whatever they want. They want to do me a favor or something. It depends how. Honestly, it kind of depends how it's said to me, and are other people overhearing it? Because honestly, God, I feel funny. I feel funny cutting in front of people. I think it's yeah, yeah. You know. I understand not, completely. Yeah. But if somebody's very discreet about it, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened before. I mean, I remember there's a gal, I don't I don't recall her name, but, man, it was over at the, the west side, and I was going in to see a movie, and we had to wait a little bit, but there was enough time to catch a meal downstairs, but it was too busy. But the, the gal that was hostessing the thing... I went outside, put my name in, and I turned and walked away. And she came up to me and took me aside and said, just follow me, Nancy. You have your friends. You guys follow me. I'm going to take you in right now. I'm a huge fan. It's my pleasure. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I mean, how can I turn? To say no would be almost an insult. That's true. She was sort of like, she handled it so beautifully. That's awesome. Well, that's, yeah. my, that's my 20 minutes. Did you have anything else you wanted to promote? Anything you're working on currently? There's a Nancy Cartwright Celebrity Golf Tournament coming up November the 5th. Wow. And uh, you can go to my website and find more out about it. But it's at Moore, Moore Park Country Club, and I, celebrity friends are going to be playing. And if you want to come and, you know, put a foursome or a twosome or a foursome together, the money goes towards um, my nonprofit, which is called Happy House. And it's been established since 2004, and we help kids and help build better families. Oh, very cool. So I'm super honored that they are doing that for me. It kind of came out of the blue, and it's just a fun way to raise money for some some kids that um, need some guidance with an after-school program oh, nice. that I have. So nice. I really appreciate you asking me that, Tim. Yeah. This is, you're super nice, and um, my assistant can get your... Uh, get an address from you. If you'll hold on, I can put you through to Monica. Sweet. And... Your, your daughter, give give us her name. Do you have any other kids? I have three, actually, three girls. <laughs> well, good. So we'll get their names and send you guys some 8x10s. And Aww. I just so appreciate you doing this for me. No, really no, do. this has been amazing. I've, I've been wanting to get you on the show for a long time, so thank you so much. Can I get you real quick just to say one word as Bart? I don't care what it is. Just close it as Bart. One word? Yeah, go anything you want to say. Bism. That's going to do for this episode. Please remember to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. And please, please, please leave an iTunes review. 
All those links can be found on my website at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. I'll see you guys next time. Boy, what a great campsite. Yeah, here's more wood for the fire. Yeah, my clothes are on fire. Run for the stream. Don't run. Here, let me wrap this around you. You okay? Lucky thing you were around, spirit. Lucky thing you didn't run. Remember, running only makes the fire worse. If your clothes catch fire, wrap yourself in a rug or blanket. And roll on the ground to smother the flames. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Thanks for listening to the Saturday Morning Rewind. And that's all. Shh. Okay, I love you, Bubba.